0: Yeah, you like came out and. Came Hello, out,
1: everybody. Came... Welcome to Act 2 Cthulhu: Forest of Fear. We are here as part of the Winter of Fear promotion being put on by Modiphius. They approached us and asked us if we would like to preview this new campaign, and we said, "Heck yeah, heck yeah, we do." So we are taking a little break, a little hiatus from uh, Shadow of uh, Shadows of Atlantis. We'll be back. In six weeks, well, technically seven weeks' time, because we won't be playing on American Thanksgiving, the fake Thanksgiving. and But we will. <laughs> so this will be going on for six weeks' playtime, seven weeks total, because we will have a break in there. Uh, we are also, thanks to Modiphius, giving away prizes every week. So if you guys join us, we're going to be giving away escalating prizes, they get better and better every week. So we'll be doing a giveaway partway through the stream here tonight. So stick around for that if you want to win something. Uh, the last week's prize is really, really, really good. So make sure you come back every week to be a part of that. But uh, yes, so we're going to do, we're going to jump it partway into the Forest of Fear campaign here. It is set late World War II um, in and around the Battle of the Bulge. And uh, we're playing some familiar characters, some new characters uh, from what you're used to with our other Actune Cthulhu games. So what we'll do is we'll do some introductions here while I fix the overlay of who is in this merry band of, uh, of agents. So we're going to skip Evan because he's in the wrong spot. We're going to go right to Megan, who's playing Sergeant Roger Marple.
2: i told you about me going first <laughs>
1: <laughs> blame blame jeremy for uh the zoom there you go
2: yeah yeah yeah. whatever it's all i'm, you I'm just kidding <laughs> okay so um <clears throat> what do you want us to do do you want us to tell us tell like... tell us who you're
1: playing and yeah. because this is set, so this is set 1944 this is late war Obviously, your characters don't know that, but maybe what you've been doing during the war. Like, what has led you here? Why have you been selected for this top secret, very important mission? What, are, who, like what side are you fighting for? Are, like, are you American? Or are you Brits? Or are you Commonwealth? Are you some other country? Let me know what you've been doing, why you're here, why you were selected. And yeah, who you're playing.
2: Fair. Sure. So, um, I'm Roger Marple. Um, However, you may call me Roger Marple. Uh, Where am I from? Um, Well, there's only ever been the people. I was born into them and I will return to their their womb when I die. So to ask me where I am from is irrelevant. From an early age, I've been blessed to hear the whisperings of our God's voices guide me on my journey to enlightenment. I am their whisperer as such. I have been tasked to gather the necessary uh, components to usher in the new era and welcome. Uh, um, <clears throat> I am tasked at finding some culturally important artifacts to safeguard for anthropological purposes. I uh, I, I work for no one. <clears throat> I work for no one save the people, and at this time, the wants of the people and that of Section M. A line. So I am here. I am Roger Marple.
1: Very good. Very good, Roger. Um, I'm sure we're going to learn some things about Roger along the way on this journey. It should be real eye-opening. Uh, so what did you... How, why, why were you recruited for this?
2: Uh, so um, there's been how to explain this? so my travels have taken me all across the world and um i find myself uh in and around belgium uh, searching for my own purposes i was contacted by section m to assist with my so you say unique abilities um so i said yes and that is why i'm here
1: indeed indeed very good. Thank you, Roger Marple. Uh, we're going to hop back to Jonathan Morris. Here's one of our familiar faces carrying on late war. Tell us about Jonathan Morris.
3: Yeah, I'm Sergeant Jonathan Morris. I'm an American career soldier. Reports of my death several years ago, greatly exaggerated, slightly You know, I'm just the sort of guy who's either too stupid or too stubborn to die. So the powers that be elected to give me an experimental blood transfusion. Now, you know, when they need somebody to just be a blunt instrument against weird things, they send me there. And, um, you know, I got to keep going because, you know, the best and the brightest, we've lost most of them, sadly. So I'm just doing what I can. Got my buddy, Gregor, here with me. Um, Hi. It's a mama, first in his class, super smart. He misses his friend, Pavel. So do I. I tried. I took a bag of nuts, and, like, I put a scarf on it, and I drew a face on it to, like, try and make him happy so he can remember Pavel. But, like, it's not the same. I'm not losing my marbles or anything. I've just been doing this for several years, fighting, you know, things that will destroy your brain. It's no big deal. It's fine. Everything's fine. That's
1: right. So you've been fighting this war since almost the beginning and you've been working your way up through Section M, as we've seen in Shadows of Atlantis and that's why it's safe to say why you're now Master Sergeant Jonathan Morris and you're part of this this operation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go to another familiar face from our Operation Vanguard uh, playthrough. Major Harry Hammer.
4: Hey, that's right. You see, I've always been a good engineer. You know, some of the guys, they might call me a boffin. After I joined the Army, I was I was sent to work with Majestic, designing special weapon systems. But I wanted to get into the action, so I was sent to work with Section M over there on Operation Vanguard. Primary mission was to field test new Majestic weapons, but really, the boys back home wanted me to get my hands on as much of that knocked wolf technology as I could. I guess you could say the mission was a success on several fronts because we did steal a prototype dirigible, some jet packs, some knocked wolf weapons, and hell, we even learned a bit about their special commandos. But more importantly, on a personal note, I met several lifelong friends and my future brother-in-law, Pavel. We ended up flying that dirigible back to my wedding. When I saw Duska, I knew Pavel had been right. She was the love of my life. And contrary to stories that you may have heard, she was not kicked in the head by some farm animal. In fact, she's a very intelligent and beautiful occult researcher. So long story short, We were set up in Scotland as part of a joint research project focused on reverse engineering, Wolf and Black Sun technology and Arcana. For a while there, the war seemed so far away. We worked hard. We played hard and eventually we were blessed with twin sons, Harry Jr. and Pavel. For a while there, life was, was really good. But you know, all things come to an end one night the enemy came knocking on our door a covert knock wolf strike force hit destroyed the home our research facility but fortunately our combined super science and sorcery was enough to put the enemy in the ground where they belonged as i said we lost everything my arms and back were shattered So I sent Duska and the boys to a majestic facility in Arkham, Massachusetts, while our team in Scotland used some experimental reverse-engineered bio-augmentation to rebuild me. Clearly, the war was not going to leave me alone, so it was time to get back in the fight. My name's Hammer.
1: Major. Harry. Hammer. Very good. A lot has happened to Harry Hammer since Operation Vanguard, from the sounds of it.
3: Whew.
1: He's Arch- had a rough one, rough. and a <laughs> good one. <laughs> it sounds like it. Lieutenant Colonel Archibald Cottenham, what a new face.
5: Yes, 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 yes. Very large, very British man. A barrel-chested, the only thing more rounded and rotund. Being his head, perfectly symmetrical ball of burst capillaries, exceedingly well-groomed mustache, a largely receded hairline. I am Lieutenant Colonel Sir Archibald Cottenham. Veteran of the Great War, the war to end all wars, they said. Although few of us career soldiers believe such a poppycock. War is eternal, I'm afraid. Thirty years' time, when the next great war descends upon the world, if grace sees fit to sustain my life, the forces of good might benefit from my strategic prowess. And Sir Archibald Cuttingham, will soldier on, for king, for country, for glory. Very
1: good. So career soldier. Yes, indeed. And you're going to be, you're going to be leading this outfit. Why I not? will indeed.
5: I will be commanding people to do what it is they know to do already, but I will be telling them how to do it better. <laughs> I have been commanding forces since I was in infancy, wearing a diaper. You should have sold me in the nursery. Our wing of the nursery was far superior than the western wing. I can tell you that for certain.
1: Excellent. I'm looking forward to uh, getting to know uh, Cottingham better.
5: I will. I will tell you
1: the tales. Indeed, the great <laughs> nursery Wars. Indeed, and <laughs> we have another new face. We have Lily Riverby. And if anybody has watched old uh, streams of ours of other games, <laughs> Riverby will be a familiar surname for Evan's character. So we have another Riverby for the um, for the books here. So tell us about Lily Riverby.
0: Sure. So Lily Riverby is probably late 20s. She was uh, in med school in Cambridge. She comes from a pretty uh, rich upbringing, but during her time in uh, med school, her brother was drafted to go to war. And in that three years of time, she never heard from him, but she started having dreams at night. And whether they were dreams or nightmares, she was confused of feeling he was tortured or missing or something was happening, but she couldn't find answers. So with her uh, rich upbringing, she was able to kind of maybe steal some money and escape and go towards the war. And so she's basically been kind of a resistance member in, like, the local cities, kind of helping out the where she can and trying to find answers from what she uh, has been dreaming about with her brother. She definitely thinks something's wrong. She doesn't know if he is alive or not, but she would like to at least get it resolved. She is uh, accompanied by Princess Peaches, her... Uh, king charles spaniel who has been here for the past three years with her and all the cities nearby but they are hoping to get some answers but they've been uh, kind of recruited as more of someone knowing of local knowledge and kind of in the the thick of things
1: yes so we've we've lost no we still have Gregor. we have gregor and we have the dog princess don't we Hi. We have two animal companions in this group. Yes. Gregor can ride on princess. I. We'll get a little saddle.
2: Ride. <laughs> Tank. <laughs> Cigarettes. <laughs>
1: We taught a marmot to smoke. <laughs> I was I surprised no one said anything if, about if, it. If, if those people viewing this have not seen our Shadows of the campaign, you should definitely check it out if you want to know more about the smoking marmot Gregor and what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, all right. Very good. Very good. So that is our cast of characters for this. It's a preview. So we're not going to do the whole campaign. We're not doing the whole adventure. We're going to do a few chapters out of there. Give you guys a taste of it. And, you can, go and buy it. you can go and buy it when it, comes, when it becomes available. Uh, I'm going to give you guys just and the viewers at home just a little rundown of just where we're at in the war and what's taking place in the setting of where you guys are. So, it's the winter 1944, and after the rapid advances made since D-Day, Allied forces have finally ground to a halt on the borders of Germany. For months, Allied troops have been engaged in a bitter struggle, sustaining heavy losses as they are held back by the defenses of Westwall, and the Siegfried Line. During the battles of Ashan and the bitterly contested Hurtgen Forest, the US forces have lost nearly 33,000 men. As the true cold of winter descends, allied troops suffer from fatigue of nonstop combat and the difficulties of getting resupplied. Supreme Allied Commander Dwight D Eisenhower, apparently not expecting any trouble, occupies the Ardane region. There, there he places the understrength U.S. First Army, banking on the defensible terrain and narrow roads, as well as the intelligence that the Germans are using the region as their own rest area to follow the first to resupply. Allied Nexus forces hunker down to watch each other warily, perhaps believing with the onset of winter no further action will erupt until spring. So we are starting this in November of 1944 is when this takes place. So it is cold, bitterly cold. We are in the Ardenne Mountains uh, in this region where the famous Battle of the Bulge will take place in, in World War II. Um, you guys have all been summoned to the front by Section M by your contact, uh, Archibald Strang. AK Hunter, codename Hunter. He's the one who's been uh, dishing out these adventures or these these missions so far. So Morris, you're more than familiar with Strang. you've been there with him since the very beginning when before it was even section M. Uh, and all of you have had contacts with him at some point or other and you have been brought in and you are trusted members of the service that can be sent on these these secret missions that will turn the tide of the war. So you've been summoned here to the front, the cold, bitter front, uh, a few days ago. We're gonna do a little, we'll do a little backstory, and then we'll whoop, fast forward to the present. So you're brought to a section M field base, uh, about ten miles behind the main Allied lines. Uh, there, at the time, you were ushered to a field tent, uh, which was the temporary office of Major Ultra Bald Strang, aka Hunter. Uh, you were all. Introduced to one another. Some of you have served together before. Others, this will be the first time meeting you. And you have been assigned the call sign rapier for this mission. And he briefed you on the current situation. Right now, the gist of it, the rundown is, there's a number of things going on in the region that you they need you to look into. First and foremost, the resistance leader... Uh, A lady by the name of Marta Arshabon has been captured. She is a key figure in this region and she is the one who organized the local resistance forces um, to basically monitor everything in the area, kind of keep tabs uh, on the Germans or on the Nazis. And she's also been filled, um, feeding information back. And she was going to also um, organize a large uprising to assist the allies in the area. Now, unfortunately, with her being captured, there has been evidence that she's either been... The the information that she has has been um, divulged to her capt- captors. Or she may have turned and betrayed the allies as... Um, The Allies recently picked up a radio transmission using her call sign. And it contained code words that were used to call in an ally parachute parachute drop, which was mysteriously massacred as soon as they dropped. So they're basically dropped into a trap. So you are to find her, find out what's going on, bring her back, find out if she is a a betrayer or not, and just the, the circumstances around her being uh, another one of your mission points is that the Nazi occult Black Sun and Noctwolf have not only been spotted in the area, but there are reports that they're apparently working together. Now, many of you are more than familiar with these two factions, and you know that they hate each other. They hate one another. Uh, so it is quite unusual that the two of them have paired up and are seen working side by side in this region that has really alerted Section M um, and and worried them with what could possibly be going on. Things are dire right now. Word coming out of Germany is that that, uh, Hitler and the Nazis are desperate and they're doing everything they can to turn the tide of this war uh, as it's not looking good as the Allies work their way towards Germany. Uh, On top of that, There has also been recently discovered intelligence and rumors of a vast amount of material and slave laborers being diverted into the forest over the past year or so. Section M can only conclude that a Nazi facility is being built at a secret location within the forest. You were to find out where this is, what is going on, and obviously put a stop to it. And lastly, Section M has always worked well with its American colleagues in Majestic, but they've been strangely quiet about recent developments on the front and unusually dismissive of anything to do with this region. Clearly, there's something going on behind the scenes, and Section M would appreciate anything that you could uncover when it comes to Majestic and what they may be up to in the region or what they may have uncovered and not sharing with their their partners do you guys have any questions about the uh, the mission briefs?
3: A little a long time ago. Don't bother asking questions. Just throw me in there.
2: <laughs>
4: no worries, Hunter. I think that's pretty straightforward. Can't say that I know what's going on with my brothers in Majestic. I've been working in Scotland for the last several years, kind of remote, but we'll figure out what's going on. I'm sure it's just a misunderstanding.
1: All right. He dismissed all of you and you guys had a day or two in this base to kind of get to know one another and put together the plane. You haven't been given a mission per se yet uh, until a few days later when he called you back to your your tent, his tent. And he let you know it was time to get some boots on the ground. You're going to be going behind German lines um, and that you are to rendezvous with a resistance leader by the name of Gaston Moreau, who is based near the village of Ode, And once there, you'll establish a forward field base and begin investigations. Very good. He goes by the, the code name Beach, B-E-E-C-H, like like the nut or tree. Beach, not the sandy, watery type. And he also well, let you know that um, you're supposed to rendezvous with him at 3 in the morning as a place known as the Blasted Oak, which is marked on your maps, which he has provided, and is about two miles due east into the forest. Uh, It should be readily recognizable, a large dead oak tree in a thicket of beech at the top of a gentle rising hill. You'll proceed there and make contact with him. When challenged with a code phrase, you are to say, a cold night for a brisk walk. And the countersign is yes, but the snow falls softly. And with that, he supplied you with pistols. He gave you map, he gave you a pack of cigarettes, a Zippo lighter, and binoculars. And sent you off into the snow-cold-filled forest to meet your contact, Gaston Moreau. So we're going to pick up, we're now going to fast forward back to the future. And you are trudging through the snow in the middle of the night to make your, your contact with Gaston Moreau. So it is hard. Morris, I got to
4: say, you are a cypher sore eyes. When I saw you a couple of days ago, I thought, finally, my luck is changing. It's good to have you back at my
3: side. I mean, Harry, I wish I could say I was happy to see you, but oh, the kid's okay.
4: Ah, yeah, they're they're settling into Massachusetts, you know, it's a, it's a, far cry from the scottish highlands but they'll be fine
3: okay that's good i mean the new look suits you i mean no disrespect but i mean the metal like overcoat works i mean i mean you know like you you fell off the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down right you get that i mean it's nothing personal this is actually like now you look snazzy and unique you know Coming from you, Sergeant Morris, I'll take that as
4: a strong compliment.
3: Oh, yeah. Ugly means you fight hard.
4: <laughs> yeah. And that we do. So, uh, Colonel Cottingham. Yeah,
5: yes, yes, yes. Yeah. What is that? Yes, Mr.
4: Hammer? Ma- Major Hammer. Technically, sir, but well, you just call being me technic- Harry. Uh, Lieutenant
5: <laughs> Colonel will be fine, then. Thank you.
4: Well, I mean, you could just call me Harry, Lieutenant Colonel, but
5: uh, uh Harry, yes.
4: I wanted to make sure you were aware that even though that I am uh technically a majestic uh employee, that uh, I'm fully vested in the mission and I will follow your orders as my superior
5: officer. No. And well, until you arrived me at such a thing, I never even considered you to anything otherwise. Course, well, that's like fair, imagine. but I
4: like to be up front
5: with my, uh, with, uh, my COs. Now that you've brought it to my attention, however, it does merit some consideration. You might have some conflict of interest here. Your majestic boys out here keeping their secrets as they always do.
4: Mm. Well, we definitely need to get to the bottom of that. I'm sure it's just a misunderstanding.
5: It's one of many tasks that we have on our plates. I doubt it is the, uh, foremost of, uh, of our concern right now. There are other things we should be tending to, I think.
4: You're not wrong, sir.
5: Hmm. Well, I'm, I rarely am. Rarely am.
1: You're <laughs> pretty sure of yourself, <clears throat> Cunningham.
5: Well, according to my sheet, I am. If I were to put a number on how tactically brilliant I am, it would be five. <laughs>
3: Five. It's gotta be the mustache, right? Five. Like, all the yes. wisdom comes from the stash.
5: It certainly is meditative. Allows me to focus and think, indeed. Yes. Some people play with the hair, the belts, the collar, such things. No, mustache, however. Hmm. But truly, it is my decades of experience that, uh, that shall get us through these problems, I'm sure. Now, just where the hell. Oh and where are we going? Don't recognize this place at all.
4: Well, I think uh Miss Miss Riverby is the local uh expert.
0: Yeah, she would be in the front, probably away, probably not even in distance of hearing y'all with Peaches being Peaches. the trailblazer.
1: You call her Peaches, but she's princess on the uh it's line Princess and... Peaches. Oh, it
0: doesn't show the rest for whatever reason. Only she knows it's Princess Peaches.
1: The snow is probably much higher than Princess Peaches.
0: Princess Peaches loves the snow. So she's like eating many the dogs. snow
1: as she's bounding through it. Yep. Yeah. And Gregor is staying warm in Jonathan Morris' jacket.
3: No, you can't bum a smoke. <laughs> no. No, we you gotta quit. No, I don't care what that Frenchie said. The answer is no <laughs> oh, yeah don't don't backtuck me. stupid mom if didn't love you so much I'd kill you.
1: <laughs> I'd never do that. All right, well speaking of where to go, can everybody make me a reason survival test, please? Oh no. <laughs> I can make the roll yeah
3: it's true I can make the roll this is survival this,
1: so remember you're meeting at 3 in the morning so it's the middle of the night you're using the stars as light you've got your maps out you're doing your best you don't want to shine lights on them you, know, you pull out your zippo every once in a while to take a glimpse so you're all kind of looking and trying to work together on where to go from here as you're trudging through the snow in the forest look at you guys go
3: <laughs> it makes no sense
1: Take uh, take a momentum there Morris, for the party. Your do, two successes.
5: Fact, it's, it's Archibald as well. Got to
1: do, got oh, to yes. Do. Oh, yes, take one as well. I'm sorry. I didn't see your uh, your double success.
5: Yes, I'm frequently overlooked.
1: So you're tr- <laughs> trudging through the snow. And all of you, like for this first leg, you, you have a good feeling. You just left. So you plotted out the first leg of this journey. You know it's going to be a couple hours that you're going to be trudging through the snow before you get there at 3 a.m. It's a rather dark night. The stars are um, are not shining brightly. Uh, it's cloudy. You can kind of see the moon through the clouds. And as you're walking, Roger, you you see some movement in the forest off to your left. You swear it's a man on a horse just trotting nonchalantly through the forest nearby.
2: Uh, I'll like make my way up to uh, to the lieutenant c- c- colonel, and uh, there's, there's there's somebody <laughs> over there, over there, over there.
5: Yes, yes. Calm down, calm down. I believe we all, everyone, you see the man knows. Yes, yes. Well done. Um, uh, Maple was it?
2: Uh, Ro- Roger Marple, Thank you very much. No, did you uh, do Yes, there? yes, That's yes, yes,
5: yes, yes. Roger Marple, Thank you very much. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, where is, where is, where is the river Bee lady? Uh, get get some eyes on this thing. Hmm.
0: River B. She'll turn and look through her sniper scope at the, you don't have a
1: sniper bit. rifle right now. You have ah. binoculars, but it is oh, nighttime. my binoculars. Though. It is nighttime
4: though. Okay. Well, so- uh, Harry will then activate his night vision and binoculars on his, uh, purloined knocked wolf mask from operation vanguard and focus in on the knight on the rider
1: you focus in and as you look in that direction so you before you had this mask and all this other stuff on and everybody's looking looks like someone just trotting along they didn't seem to notice you you look and you don't see anything it seems to have disappeared
4: uh, they must be moving pretty fast, or, or he knows the terrain. He's disappeared from my sight.
5: Maple, did you get an idea of the uniform or anything?
2: What, what 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 do I look like? What do I look like? An, an observer? No, no, so, just a
1: job. So he's <laughs> looking through his his goggles. The rest of you still see it. You still see him moving along.
5: Um, uh, uh, Major Hammer, it's right there. There's something wrong with your equipment, perhaps. And then,
4: Tankers with it for a second. Looks giant, again.
5: Giant sausage finger pointing off in the direction. <laughs> right in your eye.
4: Right no, now. <laughs> I'm a, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Cottingham. I can tell you that he's not showing up on, uh, uh, on the light intensifiers or under the binoculars. If he's not showing up through technological devices, maybe there's something a little bit else going on here.
2: Yeah.
4: Hey, Marple. They, when they introduced us, they said you were an occultist, right?
2: Uh, Roger Marple, thank you very much. Uh,
4: You're uh, welcome, Roger.
2: Marple, I—I I, do I have to have a name tag? You all seem to have name tags. I don't have a name tag. You're going to remember my name?
4: Yeah, it's Roger Marple.
2: <sighs> yes, I am an occultist.
4: Well, you know, do the finger waving thing that Pavel used to do.
2: Finger waving? <laughs> Yes, you're, yes. You're, you're narrowing my my mode of expertise down to finger waving? What do you, you have? These you use the whole hand if like, you like. I'm going to turn around and walk back to camp. The respect <laughs> I get from you lot is shit. Oh
3: my god, <sighs> Roger, please. You're Roger. delicate and beautiful snowflake. We all love you. There's nobody like you. Can you, eat? you know, please wave you your goddamn it, hands?
4: Your name is very familiar. We're going to have to figure that out later. But... Maybe we served together somewhere earlier. But yeah, do your uh, you know, finger-waving thing.
3: Really, please.
2: What, do you want me to set it on fire or something? It's not how it works. Would you uh,
5: take a closer look, perhaps? Maybe you can determine if it's of some sort of poltergeist or of such.
2: Well, um, I do require some sort of, like, protection as we go along. Oh, of course, of course, of course,
5: Mr. Morse.
3: Got you covered, and Jonathan will legitimately pull up an actual Honesty God shield and stand in front of you. Delightful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well then I guess we're moving forward. Let's go look at this uh, occulty sort of thing from over there. And it'll start like like not even stealthily walking
1: Sure. The As you start walking in that direction, it stops and it looks up at you and it suddenly just dematerializes in front of all of your eyes.
2: What was the big deal about? Didn't even well want to around long enough.
5: Well done, Maple. Excellent job. Excellent job.
2: Marple. Raj, Marple.
4: Marple. That's right, Raj. You knocked <laughs> it out of the
5: park there. Well done, Marble. Excellent job. Off we go.
2: Jesus, what? What sort of outfit are you guys- oh, Just, like, absolutely distraught. Like, stomping his foot in the snow. And, like, throwing himself a little hit
3: It's 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 okay, Marple. Come on. (laughs) I know. I know. Like, there's a lot to get used to when you work with this outfit. But, like, in the end, it's going to be a lot of fun. Like, we're going to get shot and stabbed. And we're going to see crazy things. And we're going to find crazy things.
2: Well, the the finding of crazy things is right up my alley. But the shooting business has nothing to do with me. Well,
3: I mean... You gotta do the shooting and the stabbing to get the crazy stuff.
2: Well, how about how about you find lot, go forth, and do all the shooty, killy, bloody stuff, and I'll just wait to find the stuff.
3: All right, deal. That's teamwork.
2: Excellent. And uh, in um, while we're while we're standing here, I'll uh, I'll do my mantle thing, Majurger. <laughs> okay.
1: Sounds good. You have to roll for that.
5: Okay. Mr. V uh, uh-huh. Corporal, uh might you uh, uh <laughs> see if there's anything residue or some such left over
0: Peaches go look and peaches will bound through to where sure. it was and peaches give it some sniffs.
1: Pounding through the snow your little what is it, a cocker spaniel or something?
0: Yeah, it's a King Charles.
1: Um it goes over there and Starts sniffing and wagging its tail and walking in circles. And
0: Does it get like a, like a trail? Like it seems like a, like a you know, no, scent she, or anything?
1: No, she just keeps sniffing and doesn't seem to be picking anything up and keeps trying and trying. And she eventually comes back to you. Princess well, Peaches.
0: Let's carry on then.
4: Hey, Raj, you got yourself all focused in there?
2: You've obviously thrown me off. so... Oh <laughs> no! I just looked.
1: Um, all right. Complication slash threat. What do you want?
2: I don't know. You wanna you want a complication right off the bat? Let's mm. do this. Pop new characters. Yeah.
5: Yes, Marvel, Of course.
1: Yeah, I hadn't planned for that, but sure. The, the, hey, welcome back to Cthulhu's. What's all about? All right, make me another reason survival test, please, for the next leg of your journey as you continue on arguing and trying to deal with this phantom writer that you saw in the woods <clears throat>
2: Reasons. Are...
3: oh a lot of luck the first time around there's something about volunteering to pair up with roger that's just Taking it out of me.
4: <laughs> I'm telling you, Sardin Morris, there's something about that name. It's tickling at the back of my <laughs> mind. We're really going to have to sit. I'm not to sit down and think about this at some point. I know I know that name from somewhere.
3: I tell you what, once I can feel my fingers and toes again, I'll do some thinking. Right now, I'm just marching. There's
0: an awful lot of talking for a covert meeting resistance in the woods.
3: Eh, uh, covert, overt, like you know.
0: I mean, Mister oh, Staple seems to be doing magic or some voodoo behind us for the past five minutes.
5: Oh, not doing it, in fact, apparently.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> I guess nothing did happen, did it?
5: No, no it did not. It did not. Are we sure we got the right person? Uh, questions about. I the don't world? know. I used to know this summoner,
4: well, my brother-in-law, and he could do some things that would make your hair turn white. authority is. I, that's I, a good. Po- that's a good point, sir. But we
0: have not recruited him. I oh, Haven't us. seen him
4: for years. Last it time I amazing. talked to Pavel, he was he was leaving India on some special quiet mission. I haven't talked to him since. But uh, I'm sure he's out there somewhere, walking in dreams or something. He's
3: he's walking too good
4: dreams. to die. Name like Pavel he sounds very
3: handsome. Hey, oh, yes. no it's okay, Gregory. No, he no, he's not here. I'm sorry, Gregor. No, he's not here.
5: That, uh, sorry about that, Gregory. I've been what? fully debriefed about this uh, creature, either. Mm. What, what, what is this, uh, Sergeant Maltz?
3: I mean, maybe is calling a... him a medium is too much, but like he and that powerful fellow were super close. It, mm-hmm. You've never met a smarter moment first in his class. I believe he's like a
4: He's like a unit mascot, sir.
5: Is he? Mm. Indeed. Indeed. Does he do magic as well? Or be good if we had at least one of those on, on the mission.
4: He I plays. Mean, he plays soccer with heads better than anybody I've ever seen. Is
0: he? Is he asking for cigarettes? Uh, stop it!
3: No,
5: I have one. One second. I've No, one.
3: no, oh, no. Respectfully, classy. sir, I know oh, you. No, the no. Please, uh, no. please, oh, no. Stop. Please. It'll make I'm
5: him warmer. It'll make him warmer. Look, at Jimmy. It looks it's cold. quite yeah, cold. It it's quite. cold. Thank you. Thank you. Me. Here you go. Yes, yes, yes. I'll get that. Okay. Stop it,
3: using you. the chain of command against me, you little bastard. <laughs>
5: now, now. Now, now, Sergeant Morris, none of that. Yeah, look at him; he looks so much happier now.
1: It's just in the talking. You've lit a cigarette for Marmot. Uh, I say briefly after you've struck your Zippo and lit the cigarette, you hear someone nearby. Someone go thunder. Call out.
2: <gasps> did, did everybody hear that? It's came it's, it's okay from over there. Okay, okay.
1: What was the accent of the lightning? American. Okay. Lightning. Harry moves into cover
4: because he doesn't trust anything. I'll not. say. I'll say
1: Morris and Hammer. You know the the response. Okay. Uh, you know when they call it thunder and you go flash you to identify Americans. I was gonna say
0: clap. So was cool. flash, <laughs>
1: flash, struck. struck. All right. You say, hey, All of a sudden. Four American Army troopers uh walk out of the shadows and up to you. And uh the main one kind of walks up to the group and goes, What are you what are you doing out here? What are you why are you out here in the middle of the night? Uh, What's his rank? His rank is um Sergeant
4: Sergeant I know we're in a combat zone, so you don't salute a superior officer, but not really right protocol for you to be walking up on me and asking me what my business is. So why don't we start with what your business is, and then we'll get to our business.
1: We're out here on patrol, and we heard a lot of you arguing.
4: Yeah, well, we're a mixed bunch of civilian and military. We're on a selected mission from command moving through to a rendezvous point it's good to know that you'll that you'll be back here on the back line
1: yeah yeah there's been lots of reports of uh enemies slipping through the lines here have you seen or heard anything
4: no germans no enemies yet but stay frosty well it's easy enough to do in this cold but uh Keep your eyes open. We'll do the same. Uh, When you say you've been hearing enemies slipping through, are you talking about small units slipping through, or are you talking a platoon-sized operations? Are they passing
1: through lines, or are they just patrolling? Oh, there's just been word that, you know, we've walked right on top of the enemy at times. You know, you're making a lot of noise. There's Germans everywhere. We didn't. We weren't aware that we were that close
4: to the uh, to the front. But thank you for the heads up. We'll uh, tighten our noise discipline.
3: In the meanwhile, I'm not necessarily the best at this, but I want to look at what weapons these guys are carrying, just to make sure things seem kosher.
1: So this guy's carrying a Thompson. Uh, You look at the others. Go ahead. You can make me. Everybody can make an insight uh, observation roll. With a sight as your focus. Uh he's carrying a Tom Ooh. Carrying a Thompson. Uh two of them are carrying uh M1 Garands and one of them's carrying an M1 carbine. Carbine. Ooh. 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 <laughs> What's with all the critical failures here? You give me threat? What's going on? Yep. Yeah. You're a threat. <laughs> yeah. Threat. Yeah. Alright, I'll take my free threat. Who else gave me threat? that would be me. Roger, cuz you you did the last critical. Yeah, as they're talking, you're kind of looking at them, you can hear his accent kind of slip every once in a while. Like you can hear an undertone like this guy might not be really be American or I don't know what part of America he's from. Slip into what?
0: Can I use my talent called constantly watching it says whenever you attempt a skill test to detect danger or hidden enemies, reduce the difficulty by 1 to a minimum of 0.
1: Okay. And what did you roll? You rolled a single success. I rolled success. a one. Sure, yeah. So we'll, that'll give you a double success then. Yeah. It was a nice. difficulty of one. So yeah, you can. You're looking at this guy, and you're looking at the others with him, the other the other uh, soldiers with him, and you look at uh, one of the canteens on one of the guy's sides. That he's he's holding, and it is not a U.S. issued uh, canteen or belt that he has on. It looks like a German belt. Mm. I will, uh, hmm.
0: I would just whisper, I would walk over to Archibald and just whisper in his ear, They do not appear to be who they seem. Be careful. And she'll kind of like start to just casually walk, not like so we're in a group, you know, like, sure, take a couple spaces away.
5: Pretty much like a loud buffoon. Ah! Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, indeed. I oh, um, appreciate your warnings. Uh, we'll be sure to uh, 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 laud you when we return and speak with your uh, your commanding officer, who is. Hogan, by the way. Meanwhile, he's like looking at Sergeant
6: Morris and he's just sort of rubbing his giant nose
1: as a signal. He goes, uh, Smith. We report to Smith.
6: Oh. Oh. Well, Smith. Well.
1: What? Brigadier General Smith
5: Real rapscallion
1: I love Smith is. so
3: much, I'm going to shield punch him in the throat <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> yeah, shame to... what... Go
5: ahead Shame what happened to him, you know yeah. Yes, yes getting
1: Blown off with that mine instinct I know, but he's going home early yeah.
5: Oh, is he? Oh, that's, that's wonderful to hear oh. So it's always good to return home early Yes, yes
1: yes so everybody got one success. you can kind of hear like the inflection or is kind of wrong on certain words like some like he's got speaking he, yeah an accent pokes out but with your two successes you were you're the one who see the mismatch gear so they're like oh okay well we'll um we'll be going back to our patrols here where are you where are you all headed again
5: oh so- here there, everywhere you know how it is they send us everywhere
4: so, Ma- I mean Harry, Harry's just looking at Sergeant Morris, waiting for him to kick this off. Cause...
5: As is Ochopus.
4: I, I was already
3: I was <laughs> a, that's why I said I shield punch him in the throat. Oh okay. Boom! Okay, Roger roll Morris it. doesn't wait. wait. because I was already looking and as soon as the CO says go for it, I do.
1: Go ahead, r- roll it. Yeah. Very much so.
3: All right. So this will be my first attack on him, so I'll use the the don't like it up
1: him attack. Let's make it a three. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, well, give yourself some momentum. Uh, okay. I guess is you, you guys are a cap. You
0: can spin the uh, extra two. Yeah, yeah let me try I'll spend
1: the and extra on that. damage. Let me try and resist that. Thank you for reminding me. My German infantry it's true. soldier. Maybe, he's, maybe. I mean, you, you've got to get more than four successes. Yeah, because he's obviously <laughs> going to resist this, right? Mm. Okay, so he's standing, and this is one of, those, one of the ones who isn't talking, and he's kind of like watching... Everything's going on. His head's going back and forth as everybody's kind of talking to his commanding officer. And next thing you know, he looks over at you and there's a shield coming right at his face.
3: Yep. And so uh, he automatically gets knocked down because I did succeed. And then I got two over what I needed since I subtract what he's. No, no, with, no. Right?
4: It's, it's, you're, it's both against one. Uh, and since you got more successes than he got, it, you get your full successes. You don't. You don't yeah. subtract. Them. It doesn't.
1: Okay. It, yeah, you don't take away. So you just you hit him, you knock him, you get your momentum. Roll that. How much damage.
3: overage do we have? Do we have like two? We have th- two over.
1: Yeah.
3: I'll, I'll spend those two on damage then.
1: Seems reasonable. Oh, old okay. Twitch! Thank you for the bits.
3: So eight oh. damage, and then stun of three.
5: Eight
1: damage. So yep. all of a sudden. I punch him thung! in the throat with the And the he just shield. drops in the snow, and everybody else raises their guns and spin towards you. We're in combat. Do you want to spend momentum to keep the ball yes. in your court? Very much so. Actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Spend your two momentum and go again, please.
5: Uh, I believe uh, Archibald Gutting, being Lieutenant Colonel Hill, will go first, of course. Uh, he'll say, uh, uh, Major Hammer! Major Hammer!
6: And uh, so- I'm going. I'm going to use my, what's it called? Uh, it is a...
5: So I'm going to use direct. It is one of my talents. My strength lies in commanding others, and an action seen as a major action I can select a single ally to communicate with. Choosing Major Hammer, as he has not yet gone. I to say, Major Hammer, please do what Mr. Morris did, but in your own creative way. Now,
6: quickly. And so you can go ahead and take a major action, uh, immediately, right now, and you get, and I get to assist you using my tactics skill so basically hammer can take an immediate major action right now
1: fantastic so uh (laughs) is that on top of the one on his turn sorry yes oh it's going
5: to get worse just wait that's
1: awesome you're not going
5: to like what i'm going to
1: (laughs) no no that's really cool
4: so the uh he hears that you know as soon as as soon as uh the lieutenant colonel speaks the enfield comes up he sights down, doesn't get a chance to really aim in, but he does fire at one of these guys.
5: And I got a crit on my tactics roll, so you've got two successes.
1: Man. He, his roll has two successes? I get plus two just successes. for my
5: <laughs> tactical brilliance, I'm a veteran of the Great War. I'll tell you about the nursery rolls.
4: And I will spend one momentum just to get a third dice. Wow. Oh, oh, so five
5: six successes yes. oh it's going to get so worse for you so oh uh
4: let's roll some damage and so that momentum went back over
0: up. yeah okay let's roll some damage
1: who are you hitting do you want to hit we'll say that one of the guys with the um the garands went down so it leaves another one with the Garand. the guy you were talking to has the thompson and there was a guy with an m1 carbine
4: the guy with the uh garan okay
1: Eleven Holy damage. Shit. So you shoot souls <laughs> and the knight <the laughs> all of a sudden the sound erupts as a gun shoots. And um Wow. So what was the range on the Leonfield? Even at the disadvantage, you're still gonna hit him. Doesn't matter. Yep. But I think it's yep. what long well, range? And,
4: well, it is uh I think no it, the Leonfield is a medium range, but since I've got the truth uh trained marksman, I can drop my difficulty <laughs> by one when I'm firing a, a, a weapon so so yeah, it's still it would just be normal difficulty very
1: good either well, way you now, would hit him with all those successes yeah. uh okay okay uh 11 damage so wh- are you gonna just shoot him right in the gut or where are you what, what's what's the play no, here uh right between the eyes the, okay, the infield comes so, up right yes, between
4: so the eyes harry's, so, a sh- harry's a marksman he just be. snap head snaps back brains come out the back guy falls into the snow
1: all right so he just drops and blood starts pooling around his head in the snow as it turns to red and melts and It just kind of disappears uh it's my turn no no i'm sorry i'm still going i have my minor action as well yes, yes you do i
5: will turn to mr riverby and i say riverby quickly quickly get your get your rifle ready you can take a free minor action if you would like to aim or some such that's my minor action. And then, because, uh, because it's fun, I'm going to go ahead and use my decisive plan, uh, which is then going to allow us to keep the initiative for free, because I'm going to give that initiative, because I just assisted, Miss, uh, Major Hammer, I'm going to now keep the initiative for free, no momentum cost, and, uh, Mr. Hammer, it, I beg your pardon, Major Hammer, please take another turn.
1: So, <laughs> yes, sir. That's really cool. <laughs> I just want to point out people at home. So, this is a, an advanced uh, adventure. It's meant for advanced characters. So, our characters are all starting with four advances. So, if you're playing this or you're not used to it and you're wondering, wow, these guys are doing a lot of really cool things, these characters have had four advances and they have a lot more abilities than a new character would. So, now Harry can take his actual turn. So, Harry then swings over, actually aims this
4: time and fires the uh, Lee and failed. So with aiming, um, because he because of his talent, marksman or sharpshooter, um, when he aims, his first D twenty is free and it becomes a piercing attack. So I will spend a momentum to get two extra dice on this.
1: And get oh three my! Three Now, Those... since I'm
4: a trained markman, it's just it's just difficulty one, so it's two extra. All right, um, again, so one <laughs> extra sure. die. Is this Thompson
1: damage. guy or uh, carbine?
4: Uh, this is this is carbine. Okay. And so this is also piercing now. So three piercing. So minus three to his armor. Uh, nine damage. He
1: also drops dead with a bullet. Between the eyes. Thank you, Major.
5: Yes, yes. Well, well, struck. I mean, there. Colonel. Uh, Archie is fine, of course. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, we're in the field of battle. No, no, Lieutenant. <laughs>
1: Lieutenant, Colonel. Is it my turn now, Lieutenant? That's, unless
6: someone wanted to spend the momentum. <laughs> uh, if Riverby wanted to take, aid, yeah, take I'll it,
0: because you got spend that extra minor. Right? Yeah, he gave me the free aim. Can you keep awesome. it again,
1: though? No, you can only keep no, it, it, it once. Only once, so it's got to okay. flip back to me. I've uh, The guy at the Thompson is going to try and shoot Hammer after he just dropped two of his men. Seems uh, rude. Right?
5: I, dis- I dislike this guy already. Clearly
1: he should be uh, giving up. And down Surrender seems reasonable, but... <laughs> Uh, one success. That's not going to hit you because he has a Thompson. What's the Thompson? I got it here right Medium. Here. Oh, it's close. Range is oh, close. It is close. Oh, okay. That does it then. And focuses close quarters. Okay. So it's going to hit. I don't have a Thompson program in here, but I have the dice at the bottom to roll on a pinch. Oh, let's spend some of this threat that I've been accumulating. See if I can hurt somebody at the beginning of this adventure as I just get decimated in the very first <laughs> encounter. For three whopping damage, does that do anything to you? That that does not penetrate my armor of seven, and it has the uh, the effect of stun. But I'm sure your resilience is much higher than one. That is correct. It is so it does nothing. So all of a sudden, just pings off. Opens up his Thompson, his Tommy gun, just like point blank, pings off. Nothing happens. Back to you guys. This is the this is
4: what a good engineered piece of armor looks like.
0: I kill this German. Use the pistol, because I don't have a. You said I don't have a rifle, right? So,
1: yes, you get the pistol between. I
0: aim, so I get the free one, and that's coordination. Free dice. All right. Well, I guess I'll use the two for. How much do you get for? How much extra damage do you get?
4: It's, a, it's a one for one, so you can use the two extra successes for two, for two extra
0: damage dice.
4: Gotcha.
5: You also same damage.
0: And it you becomes can. six piercing because I also have the sharpshooter. Nice.
1: And it has the piercing effect on it already, piercing one.
0: No, I, I added that because oh, like, okay.
1: if you aim, you get it. So Ignores resistance. Okay, so you did six damage total. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else? Yes. Uh, how many hit points does he have? Oh my God, it's just enough. So where do you shoot him? How do you shoot him? How do you kill this last remaining?
0: Um, she is also a trained hunter from her upbringing, so she would shoot him just straight in the heart, painless. Painless. And then she would just kind of keep rotating behind where they are to see and look for and if there's any more people
1: sure so you shoot and you start looking around you guys have made a hell of a racket so have they when they fired that thompson but um it doesn't seem it's all quiet there doesn't seem to be any more noise you're all like breathing heavily you're focused you're in the moment of this fight you've now got four bodies laying there in the snow bleeding and you made a lot of noise
3: all i'm gonna say is somebody pointed out a flask I'm grabbing that flask <laughs> and see if there's anything good in it. Because it's cold as hell.
5: Yeah, while you're down there, search around and see if there's yeah.
3: anything official.
1: There's, there. there's some brandy in there. I'll take um, a
0: Garand.
1: You, I was going to say, you got two Garands, an M1 carbine, and a Thompson now. Submachine mm-hmm. gun.
4: Major Hammer will be searching them
1: specifically to see if these are actual American
4: uniforms. To see if like that and mm. see if they have any dog tags or anything that identified yeah. the soldiers they took them off of. So
1: no dog tags, hundred percent authentic American uniforms. You can even find like a bullet hole in one of them where the guy who was wearing it was most likely shot. Mm. Um you do find a map on the one who was carrying the Thompson, the one who seemed to be the commanding officer, and all the markings on it are written in German. You can see that they have Kind of like approximations where they think your camps and all that are. You're looking and where they've marked the enemy lines. They've got um, the nearby town uh, marked on there as well. The O'Day where you are also headed. And there's also to the northeast. You can see a, a one area within the forest. It seems like there's a like a building. Like a square building drawn in. And it says Outpost 13. Next to that's the area of the forest that we are meant to look into. As a you know, this is for like this is way, way, way northeast, but yeah. it is it is technically the forest, right? That you're that you're in, but it's nowhere near where you're headed right now.
4: Now, Harry can actually read German, so is any of the like the German orders or anything else on this map indicate? Any unit identifications for these guys, or that they, they're wearing knocked Wolf black bands, or are they just look like no? These, up are, these are these
1: are just these are just n- Nazi infantry soldiers who are disguised. There have been reports of the Nazis utilizing soldiers who can speak fluent um, English to go behind enemy lines and just kind of cause subterfuge and like take down road signs and things like that. And this is most likely what you encountered here in the middle of the night.
2: Um mass so yes. like they're one that is that clearly looks like the leader right
1: yes that was the one that was holding the Thompson yep
2: so I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to him and I'm just going to, to take his hand and um, uh, my eyes roll back in my head and it's like gibberish comes spewing out and I'm gonna use um, my uh, bizarre insight talent and I'm gonna give you a threat and ask you a question about this guy
1: Oh, what do you want to know?
2: So, um, this this particular gentleman, like, has, does he look like he's been outside for a long time? Um, like, is he well, I guess, I guess I can just see that.
1: Yeah, that's all, you can just observe that by studying the body. So, yes, nose is extremely red. You look, uh, like, under his gloves uh, and looks like he's got one of his fingers is severely frostbitten. It uh, looks like he's been out here quite some time. So of his men,
2: fair. So I'll I'll ask I'll ask the questions. I'll ask the the Nethers as they say. Um, if this if this gentleman um, is a turned soldier or was he? Um, like is he from Mother Germany?
1: Uh, he's like- German. He's he's German.
0: Uh, Lily will be doing what her and Princess Peaches know best, which is uh, stemming the bleeding, turning the bodies over so the blood soaks, and Peaches will start to dig... Holes, so we can put the bodies underneath, like a foot of snow, and then we'll oh, leave.
1: I thought your cocker spaniel was digging four six foot deep holes. We're <laughs> no, gonna be no, here no, all just night. Just like putting
0: a layer <laughs> on top, so the blood then seeps right, down. Right, because yeah, the blood up. is melting
1: the snow wherever yes, it's, hitting, so it's hitting. So you would yeah, be you're...
0: very familiar with this as someone in the resistance of doing this for people. So
4: that's that's very crafty, Miss Riverby. I, to be honest with you, it would not have even occurred to me. Well done.
0: It is convenient having your pet with you, you know. No, he has love to dig and loves the Stop snow. It. <laughs> it, this Mushrooms. is this is just a tale of two different animals. Very well trained, <laughs> well behaved, and a creature smoking and drinking on the job. It's <laughs> quite mind-boggling.
3: Don't listen to him. We, I know you're first in your class. You you about
5: we'll take a swig of brandy, and mm, he'll take a smoke, and then oh. Uh, Yes, yes, Mr. Well spoken.
0: (laughs) We should uh, hurry because this is not. We made a lot of noise.
1: That's a fact. That is a fact. Uh, You know what? Let's break here to do the uh, giveaway uh, for this week. So, like I said, uh, Modiphius has been very kind and generous and provided us with prizes building prizes um, from we're gonna start this week the PDF and we're gonna have physical products in the near future as well so there's gonna be a little bit of everything but this week um, they said to us we could choose one uh, campaign book to give away it's gonna P- be a PDF copy of it and I thought you know we've been having so much fun with shadows of Atlantis why don't we give away a PDF copy of shadows of Atlantis to one of our viewers so what we're gonna do is we're gonna you're gonna type a word into the chat and then we're going to draw a winner randomly. So the word is Hunter. As in Strang's code name, Hunter is the word. So go ahead, plop that in the chat. We'll do the draw here shortly for a PDF copy of the Shadows of Atlantis campaign for Actun Cthulhu. We're like, what, 14, 15 episodes into that? That's a fantastic campaign. I really... I mean, this is one of my favorite games to play, hands
4: down. Regardless, but uh, the Shadows of Atlantis campaign is is is
1: really solid. It's a lot of fun. Shadows of Atlantis is early war, like the breakout of World War II, and this is like the end of World War II almost.
4: And it's so much fun. We're
1: jet setting all over Europe. I mean,
4: it's 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 just fantastic. So much fun.
1: Yeah, Hunter. And we already had a complication from threat and We had a, an encounter that was not accounted for. But hey, it works. Thanks, Maple. Roger Maple. Encounter? Thanks, Roger <laughs> Staple. Did we?
5: Who's, who's this Roger Maple?
1: All right. Has everybody thrown Hunter in the chat that is entering? Because we're going to go ahead and do the giveaway. Um, I'm going to shoot you a message, and I'll get your details, and I'll fire them off to Modiphius, who will be in touch and uh, hook you up with your prize. All right, Hunter. Roll it. Oh, the beautiful bean footage. Did it work? Yeah, Yeah. Shantan... Shantan Razzini. Razzini. Oh, there we go. I'm not saying anything. Shantan Razzini, congratulations on winning
5: Uh
1: the prize. (laughs) Why are you you laughing?
2: (laughs) Because you are like the prize
1: the prize well this week's prize the pdf of the shadows of atlantis campaign uh like i said next week tune in we're gonna start having some physical products it's gonna it's it's ramping up from here it's gonna be good modiphius has been very generous with providing the prizes well Mm -hmm. i don't want to spoil things but you want to be definitely here every week uh i'm just sending you a quick message here to send me your details and then we'll get back to the game I think all we need is an email, email address, security number, bank
3: routing
5: number.
1: (laughs) There we go.
3: Name, favorite color. That
1: should should be good. Congratulations again, Shantanzini. All right, so let's get back. So we're gonna go back. You guys are still making your way through the forest. You've made a lot of noise. Everybody, go ahead and make me that roll one last time of reason and survival, please. I'm going
5: to take a take a momentum. We have several. Um,
1: yes, you do. It's an old man. And we'll be changing scenes soon, so go ahead and take... Ah. You guys have even more. You're back up to full momentum, okay. so what I'll does it take, matter? I'll take one. So, i Oh, I'll take the threat. I'll take the threat, yeah.
4: Take take the the threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got two successes and a complication, so we're Don't back worry.
1: to full again. Princess
0: Peaches is so. Easy.
1: You guys are actually making up for lost time. So you... <laughs> You have a 3 a.m. deadline, uh, but with all of these extra successes, you guys are able to get back on track and make up uh, for lost time. You guys um, keep trudging through the snow, and you know, after about two hours of walking through the forest, you can see up ahead a large blasted oak tree. Dead, this thing is, but. Uh, it is exactly what Hunter or Strang described. You can see this thing uh, spreading branches, a blanched trunk, this big, massive landmark sitting in the middle of nowhere. You can see a very center of a thicket atop a gentle hill, uh, but underbrush screens the area. So visibility is limited as you approach. You hear the snow crunching in your feet, but this is definitely it. This is definitely where you're supposed to meet your contact. What time is it now? It is uh, 2.45 a.m. Oh, okay. Gaston Moreau should be here to meet you shortly. Beach, I believe. Beach, B-E-C-H. Yes, like, a,
5: like the nut.
1: Like the nut. <laughs> That's right, and Gregor perks up at the word. Yes, of course <laughs> he does.
5: He's probably... Scour the area, sign some sort of life around here, see if there's anyone yeah. here, et cetera, et cetera. I won't be doing that, of course. That's
4: Sergeant Morris, you and you and Riverby and I'll we'll take uh we'll take Overwatch while uh Lieutenant Colonel Cottingham and Mr. Marple make contact. Yes,
0: yes, indeed. I thought it was Mr Staple. Maybe I misheard It's uh, yes, Raj what, Raj
5: what Maple. I just uh, never got to personnel files.
2: You know what? You guys are just hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> we just have a feeling Whoa. about
3: you. I'm
0: a little, little confused because I was up in the front the whole time. I wasn't really listening.
3: It's okay, Roger. Mr. Marple, Roger Marple, whatever. It's it, yes. You just get a little roll off. It's gonna be okay. Roger Marple. God, <laughs> I know I know that. I know I know your
4: name. I ah, it's a... We'll get back to it. Hmm.
2: It'll, it's not a very common name, and I haven't really been a lot of places, so there's not really any reason why you should know who I am, unless... Uh, you know, somebody.
4: You know. I
5: don't know. Oh, it'll come to me. Yes. Yes, I'm sure it will. Uh, well, uh, shall we go, um, Marple?
2: Uh, yes, I mean, yes, yes. Yes, yeah. let us go and let- make contact.
5: Well said, well said, yes indeed, yes indeed. Keep an eye on
2: us. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I'll I'll make sure to like not head the group. I'm slightly behind the the Lieutenant Colonel Cottingham.
5: Cottingham. Sir Sir <laughs> actually. Sir? Yes, yes, I've been knighted. Indeed. Oh grand deeds in
2: the great war i'll
1: tell you one day i was gonna say uh all right so you're just kind of spreading out watching the area yeah yeah so as you take up triangular points around you know sure
4: off into the brush
1: as you do so and you're breaking into the brush um all of a sudden you hear birds screeching as and they fly away like something disturbed them from one of the oh. nearby trees, and they start cawing and flying into the air. <gasps> over there! Over there! Okay, <gasps> they're, they're birds.
5: Calm down, calm down. Yes, do we do we see anything in those minutes? Those... I
2: I I I don't <clears throat> I I don't see anything. Um, maybe maybe one of the three that are supposed to be watching our backs sees something.
0: I'll send peaches towards the
2: yeah.
1: tree. You don't see anything. Uh, You start sending peaches over towards the tree, and she gets about halfway, and she stops and just starts barking, and her tail is down in the direction of the tree that had the disturbed birds. This this is not the beech tree. This is not the beech tree. This is a different one. This is in the woods around the beech tree area. Sergeant Morris, front and center.
0: Yeah, Lily will start walking towards Peaches and kind of looking to see if she can notice anything. Major sir. Major Hammer
4: will flank out to uh, Riverbees' left, so they can come at the tree from two different angles.
5: Sure. Mars. follow Sorry. that dog,
3: sir. <laughs> All right, the We're dog. Following the dog because they don't know to let you lead.
1: The dog won't go any like the dog almost seems terrified and won't get any closer yeah. to the tree and is just barking nonstop.
5: Yes, yes, yes. Riverby, could you do something about your hound? Uh, M- Morris, could you investigate, see what it is that this dog is upset about? Very good, Peaches.
3: All right, Gregor, you and me are gonna go like check the strap. We need to. We're gonna climb the tree, let that dog show you up. It's a nice dog, but come on, forcing me, class. Come on, do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go investigate. So
1: you get closer, and you can see that there's tracks in the snow. Uh, you can't quite make them out from a distance. You get closer, and it looks like, like almost like a hoofed print, maybe like from a deer or a stag, but much bigger than a deer say, but similar kind of hoof. And you, when you look at it closer, you see that there's claws. It's like a clawed hoof print that has been left behind. Which is very odd. Zarn Morris, what do you see?
3: It's like a clawed wolf print. I don't... I don't know what the hell that means, but... A horrible description. This.
0: What? Yeah, okay, fine. How can I'm you not... have hooves and claws on the same foot?
3: You'd Squish. be surprised.
4: Marple, this sounds like it's something up your alley. What leaves clawed hoofprint tracks?
5: Yes, Mr. Marvel. Also, Riverby, you're a hunter, aren't you? Any game that this might represent?
0: I'll go look. So, yeah, you. Closer and...
1: Yeah.
4: For Harry sure. pulls out his flechette pistol, believing that we may be dealing with something
1: occult. Oh, definitely. You can make a, a reason. Oh, I don't know. You, you're a hunter reason.
0: I can do academia, too. Mm, like if it's like, yeah, a history academia, thing.
1: go ahead and do that. All right. A single success is fine. It's all you need. Yeah. Uh, you you don't know any animal, especially in this region or on the face of the earth that has such prints. Like this is, and they're huge. So you look at them, and like the 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 circumference of it is like the size of of your palm. Actually, more like uh, Cottonham's palm. He's got big giant mitts, right? huge hands and it's like collection of sausage fingers the (laughs) circumference of hit the palm of his hand it's just a massive hoof print that's been left in the snow and it's like split in the middle like a like a like a a deers but you can see distinctly there's four claws one on each side of like the the split hoof and the other thing that's odd is it looks like it's bipedal
0: Mm, there's only two okay
1: yeah
2: so seeing seeing that Lily didn't die by going up uh closer to these tracks um can I do no occult go up and do an occultism role sure
0: wow you are so brave mister i Male'm glad you've decided to join the research
2: well there's no sense in 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 losing your your best resource right off the bat i mean there's always room for more fodder isn't there
0: right you' Magics are so powerful.
3: It's okay. You've got a very specialized skill set. That's why they send meatheads like me to stand in front of you. I get it. You're special. You're delicate. You're amazing.
2: See? Why doesn't anybody else understand this?
3: But Do your goddamn job. (laughs) Roll your damn dice.
2: (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) Well, Marble,
5: is there Uh, something in the occult that this might...
2: Well, judging, judging by the, you know, like the, the thing over here and like the claws and, and mm -hmm, I would say that this is a bipedal standing upright, probably (laughs) judging by the imprint, probably about six feet tall, possibly, possibly two (laughs) prongs, antlers, um, hmm and looking around looking around hmm maybe uh there's little bits of like tufts of fur and you're going to go randomly bullshitting around um this this area
1: so uh so you you passed you need one success you've heard a rumor of a supernatural um band or pact or force of celtic warriors known as the Ar- arduri ARDUI um, that are known to inhabit these woods um and is said that they can shapeshift or have unusual appearances or creatures and that's what uh you your best guess with your one success
2: so do i know that if these guys are friendly or benign or
1: it is not known you just it is not advised to engage them but these but, are like folklore and wives' tales and things like that that you're going off of with your one success.
2: Fair. So, like after like stumbling around, oh you know what? After further investigation and so forth, I think these, these these tracks are made from the Dury. Actually, they are a Celtic uh, descent um, shapeshifters, uh, mm-hmm. often often been. Described as uh, semi-intelligent, it's best not to engage. So, um, we're just, um, we're just looking for a friend, as he shouts, slowly backing up towards, um... Burn
5: some sage or some such to show our, uh, safe passage through these woods.
2: Oh, uh, well, uh, we can, we can offer them. Hmm. Oh, hey, can I see the marmot?
5: No. I'm sorry, he seems to be very central to Sergeant Morris's well-being.
2: He's on his smoke
0: break, I think, so...
1: <laughs> do we see where the tracks are going, or do they just lead up to this tree? They just lead right up to this tree. So oh. it led towards this, and then just disappear. And they, you look mm-hmm. like, because you don't have a lot of light, it is a overcast night. As far as you can see, they're just going to the north of your current position
5: the actual roots that go into the earth here it seem as though this is properly a tree that is planted or it's just one of those situations where these shapeshifters moved from bipedal thingamajiggy to tall tree
3: that's a thing
4: that can happen
5: i've no idea hey
4: Sergeant morris you remember pavel he used to be able to wrap us up in roots and tr- transport us all over the place
0: who you knows? Maybe these
4: things can do the same.
0: Man, I
3: wish Powell's here. Yeah. yeah, me too.
0: This isn't really the time to be depressed, Sergeant Morris.
3: I'm not. I'm not depressed. You're depressed. You don't know what you're talking about.
0: Very Fine. witty comeback, Sergeant Morris.
4: Well, let's get back on task. Our uh, uh, contact beach should be showing up
1: any minute. Yeah. With the all of a sudden, your bayous here. A cold night for a brisk walk.
5: Yes, yes. The snow falls softly.
1: You see a man step out from the shadows nearby.
0: With a baguette, right? Not
1: with a baguette. Uh... (laughs) He is dressed weather appropriate. He's got a hat on. He looks like he's in his early to mid-forties. And he uh, walks over and greets all of you. Uh, Hello, good to meet you all. I trust you didn't, uh, come across any trouble along the way? Think we could not handle. He holds his hand, Gaston with murrow. Uh,
5: Lieutenant Colonel, Sir Archibald You sure you weren't followed? Well, Riverby, are we followed?
0: don't believe so. I mean, we killed them and buried them in the snow, so unlikely.
5: Yes, yes. You see? Everything's fine.
1: You encountered... What did you encounter in Bury?
5: Irritants.
4: A German patrol
1: disguises Americans. Mm.
5: Mm. They're
1: everywhere. With many reports of these. Okay. Well, we should get going. We don't have much darkness left. And we should use it as our cover. There are Germans everywhere. We are heading to the village of Ode. It'll take us about an hour.
2: And Do we... you know
0: anything about these bipedal prints in the snow?
2: Hmm.
1: He looks at you. Oh, with the mention of him. I've heard rumors. I. Uh... Ah, we, we will have time to talk uh, when we get to the village. It's much too cold and you've been traveling a long time yeah I am starting to
4: feel a little fatigued let's move out
0: someplace warm. I want peaches to sniff him to see if she gets like some <laughs> sort of smell similar to what she smelled before
1: uh, what do you have a truth that peaches is uh like oh like okay the tracks no just, she, yeah yeah she sniffs him and no he doesn't he, he okay. seems
0: he seems good but he doesn't have the same similar sense or anything on no. that
1: you know, not 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 from what you can tell
0: yeah, just just checking.
1: Okay, wouldn't want to be traveling with a werewolf. You guys, after about an hour, Moreau guides you to the small village of Oday. It's the early hours of the morning; the sun's just starting to come up, and the village hasn't really started moving just yet. Uh, and he leads you through this very small village. It looks like it's very, uh, very quiet for the most part. He leads you to a tavern by the name of the Black Boar. It says we can have breakfast here and uh, we can catch up, and I can get you up to speed on what is going on around here.
4: That sounds mighty good to me.
1: Yeah. So you guys are brought in, and um, the innkeeper lets you in. It's an older lady. Uh, don't worry, she's uh, she is a friend. You can trust her, Mrs. Peters. Uh, Pe- can you please make my friends some breakfast? They have been traveling all night, and they are thirsty and hungry. And she brings out uh, a plate of cheeses and pours you all cups of wine. As you all settle down in a nice, warm tavern, and have some drinks to also warm you up, And uh, Gaston sits down with the group of you. He says, "Uh, are you sure you covered up those Germans? Mm
4: -hmm. Miss Riverby is quite accomplished at survival, and she made very short work of
1: hiding their bodies. Very good. Very good. Well, it is my job. I'll be your guide out here. We have to travel from here to a small farm nearby, a farm Dubois, where we will meet another one of my associates, Marcel Babineau, and uh, we can go from there. I have a radio set up so you can make communications with, with your commanding officers, and uh, we will. that will be our base of operations. Excellent so what Did do you know f- about what's going on in the area is there anything I can fill you in on
0: well I was going to ask I am familiar with Marta was wondering if you knew or heard anything about her whereabouts
1: Ah, uh, Marta yes yeah, she is a uh, key figure in the resistance she got kidnapped recently or disappeared there's talk that she's a uh, traitor, but no. She is never. She is brave fighter. She's not a traitor. Formidable lady. We don't have any leads on where she is currently, but my uh, agents are looking for her.
4: How about the rumors that the Germans are moving people from the labor camps into the forest to uh, build a new site?
1: Oh, There are... uh... Word of that, there near where we are going, there is a place known as Outpost 13. And it is said that the Germans have been digging for something there. My men are currently watching it and will get back to us with any details. There's also another place by the name of Chateau de Gisois. And uh, my people tell me it's a Nazi base and it is crawling with the scum. But we won't be able to get near it. But uh, this word of many, many people being brought into there. And why can't we get close to it? Just too many Germans. Too many. Too many. You'll be shot on sight.
6: Say people. Oh, my God. What did I just do? I just slipped into, like, French there. <laughs> uh, Pardon me about uh, this make-believe language. It's very confusing.
5: Uh, when you French? Say, when you say people, i uh, What what do you mean, people? Uh, Soldiers. Locals, locals,
1: locals. uh, prisoners of war, you name it, they bring them there. Mm -hmm. Do you know
5: anything else about this outpost 13, out of curiosity?
1: I do not. I know that they've been digging. There was something underground. Uh, But uh, I do have men there, and hopefully I should get some information back on that shortly. What do you know about it? Well,
5: uh, I am across those Germans uh, had a map uh leave uh one of the places that was marked in that map was episode 13. just curious follow up
0: yeah uh, insight skill or something what do you want <laughs> to roll yeah see see he's lying him. or trying sure. like i feel like insight observation we can do okay.
1: and um focus can be hearing hearing or sight, or sight. either or okay
0: I have both
1: inflections in the voice, or just kind of like his body language doesn't matter, yeah.
0: Like, he because yeah. she asked about Marta, and then he's like asking, What do we know? and he seems like kind of weird. <laughs> uh, what is this? We said insight and then, yeah, observation.
1: yeah, critical success. He seems uh legit, like everything, like okay. watching him and listening to him, he does seem a little on edge, like he's looking out the window every once in a while and he's watching the area, he seems tense but everything he seems to be saying is true from what you're reading especially with all of your success your critical success and your regular success like he seems legit okay he's just nervous about something or just the general area it is daytime now too right the sun is coming up
2: um i need some air and uh what Roger, I'll pick up his wine and a little bit of cheese. I
1: I don't recommend going outside. There are Germans about.
2: There are Germans everywhere. Roger. Roger. What?
4: Operational integrity. The team stays together. Look out a window.
2: I need... I need access to some sort of earth. Okay? Is there... Do you you have a, a potted plant or... Uh, Mrs. Mrs.
1: Peter says that there's a, a earthen uh, cellar. It's got like an earth floor in it, a dirt Whoa. floor.
2: Uh, Major Harry, is it okay? It, it, is it okay if I go down to the cellar to play uh... in the dirt?
4: Sure, Raj,
3: knock yourself
4: out.
0: Could someone go with her? It's I'm gonna accompany him. if it
3: doesn't bother you too much. It was it Sergeant Marple,
2: just. Roger Marple. Hey, Roger hey, Marple. I was hey, sorry.
3: Have I gotten your name wrong once?
2: I know. I, I. I'm sorry, just
3: It's okay. It's okay. I'm with you. All right? You play in the dirt, I'll stand nearby. Just gonna put some more cheese in my pocket. Yeah, fine. <laughs> you could save some wine for me, you little marmot bastard.
1: Whatever. That's <laughs> Marple also going around the chain of command and not asking uh, Cottonham to go down there he had to hammer instead, right? Yes,
5: very insulted, but uh, that is the way of Americans. I understand? Sorry that about that, chain. Lieutenant Colonel. No, 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 no. We'll no. get,
4: uh, we'll get uh, Raj here. Get some sort some of, kind of shape, some sort of well, trauma
0: well, she's had with her name, uh, the name of maybe. Marple. You know, like why is did they get so offended?
5: what they need they need a proper nickname you know camaraderie mm. and all Rogie, uh, Rogie. Uh, quite like the sound of the
0: marble nader <laughs>
5: no 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 Rogie. yes yes i had an aunt named Rogie once uh,
1: horrible woman anyhow <laughs> so playing the
0: dirt. seems fitting then
1: <laughs> all right so you're gonna go down and play in the dirt and Morris is just going to stand on the stairs and watch you <laughs> <laughs> and disapprovingly just, just feeding cheese to Gregor. Yeah, while well, Gregor judges you eating while eating cheese.
2: Well, like I'll I'll kind of like shield myself from Sar- Sergeant Morris and I'll take off my uh, my mantle which is like this bound of of nine pieces of fabric and I'm going to like dig a little hole in the dirt and uh and cover up my uh uh, my necklace, and pour a little bit of wine, and bundle up a little bit of cheese, and I'm going to just say some gibberishy words, and uh, and try and like do a huge hork and spit on it, <laughs> and then dig it all up, put it back on, and go back upstairs.
1: you watching <laughs> Jeff and Jerry. <laughs> It's a prop word. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So you do your thing. You roll around in the dirt. You spit on the dirt. And then you go back to it. <laughs> All right. Tool to Twitch for the bits, of course. 100%. We're You. We going to create the truth uh, that Gregor learns the word marble. And okay. uh, we'll say yes. I'm trying to...
6: Marble. Marble. All right. <laughs> I-
2: Marble. marble, marble, marble.
4: So, marble. Lieutenant Colonel, uh, <laughs> we've been moving out uh, at at night nightfall, or or,
1: yes, or beach. Yes, yes. What's the plan?
5: Yes, beach. Uh, uh, do you have a, a route for us take? Could we go get There's there? In beach
1: is. The you can call me Gaston. Mm. Gaston. Sounds made up, yes. Gaston. It is my given name. Is it? My mother gave it to me.
0: That is what all the French say.
1: What is this French you speak of?
5: I I have heard of these these French, much like the Arduino question there of legitimacy. That is neither here nor there. However, uh, uh, Major Hammer asks a fine question. Are we able to get there quickly under the cover of... uh, light or should be waiting here
1: Uh, there is a way out the back of the tavern we could escape from Um, we've got to avoid the eyes of the German but we can get to the farm not too far from here maybe 45 minutes
5: that's just a quick hop and a jump then now isn't it alright then Galstone so why
4: don't we after we rest up uh, move out and draw fire
1: all right. yes, so the group of you all rest up, you fill your bellies with wine and cheese, and uh you head out uh to a ferme dubois or Dubois farm uh so you guys head out and um the town itself or village, I should say. Is kind of like it was deceptive coming in here. It looked like a really small, sleepy town, but there's actually like a hive of activity. There's like a market that's set up in the middle of this village uh, that a lot of people have come to from the surrounding areas and farmers and uh, selling their their goods. So there's quite a bit of activity happening here today, which makes it easier for you guys to slip through and out and and out of the village and onwards. You know, as you're leaving, you do see uh, there are Nazi soldiers kind of like roaming around the village they are present and kind of watching and taking everything in that's going on but you guys are able to get out of there with no trouble thanks to Gaston, and uh he leads you through the nearby forest to um a ferme du bois so you guys are led to a semi remote uh area and um in front of you you see a farmhouse it looks like it's easily a hundred years old, maybe not, if not more. It's a one-story stone building. Uh, looks like there's timber frames on the outside. There is a small pigsty or pen uh, just off of it, and there's also a small barn off there as well. But by barn, it's it's tiny. Like you can maybe put like a couple of horses in there. This isn't like a huge, massive uh, barn. And uh, he goes, "Uh, we we have arrived, my friend should be here, Marcel Babineau, and he will uh, look after you. I need to leave and do some business, I need to find out what has been going on, and I should return in a few days. But uh, make yourselves at home, like I said, there is a radio in the barn, but be careful, all communications are being monitored, so you cannot, uh, do not use it too much.
5: Where's this Babineau?
1: Babano, no, he's inside. Inside. Yeah. He knocks on the door. You're greeted by a man smoking a cigarette. You go, this is Babano. no. Oh. <laughs> he goes, "Allo."
5: Hello. Allo. Oh. You speak other words.
1: Uh, he doesn't really speak English. Hmm. Language well, does he speak? Uh, French, en français. Uh,
5: Major Hammer.
0: Well, I
4: guess we don't need to talk to him after <laughs> all. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. uh,
5: fake made up languages here, man. Yeah. Anyone can have a language these days.
4: Marcel,
1: it's mighty fine to meet you. My name's Harry. Sticks out his hand. He just looks at you and shakes your hand assuringly. He's got a firm grip. He doesn't understand what you're saying, but he un- he understands the gesture. And right, he, that's he bivouac. He just kind of like. Moves aside and kind of ushers you in. He's asking you, like, enter and in, uh, entre vous, uh, in French. And inside, this is like, like I said, it's a small one-story house or farmhouse. Inside, you see there's a living room, a kitchen, a few bedrooms, and a cellar. And that's about it in here. There's also black, uh, out curtains that have been fitted on all the windows, and it looks like the fireplace is currently burning, but you see that there's no smoke being emitted. and So it must be burning smokeless fuel of some sort to also stay kind of like hidden from anybody.
4: Sergeant Morris, do me a favor, recon the building, find the defensible points and any other egress to and from the main structure. I also want to see what the tree line looks like.
5: With be sounds like a job for you and peaches
2: mm,
0: not exactly a military member but i will do it on my own accord
5: mm, you'll do it for king and country glory
0: mm.
3: oh an <laughs> idea hey gregor can you can you do shake
6: marble
0: cup <laughs> of shake? peaches said shake. peaches marble. can shake yes thank you what is uh,
6: so? So Gregor will go up to Peaches.
0: Rock. What is it? What is it doing? <laughs> he's he's trying to play. What paper is arcs. this? Is this? Rock. He's playing paperwork scissors with your dog. What? With whom? The dog? Yeah. Rock. Why does what, he you... even know how to do that?
3: Why doesn't your dog know how?
0: Because <laughs> it's an animal.
3: Well, I guess your dog wasn't the voice of his class. Like,
0: Gregor, stop. Where'd you get that? Is that weed?
3: No, no, maybe I don't know. I'm gonna go search a perimeter. <laughs> you should get your mom on the leash. Of, of people, come on.
4: Left turn, left lieutenant uh, colonel uh, Cottingham, Do you have any orders for the for the squad?
5: Yes, yes, yes. Make make the make the place secure. You you seem to have this under control, there, Midge Hammer. Ah, yeah. Probably. How, how long have we been
6: traveling? Have we been traveling through like the entire night,
5: right?
1: uh, the whole night. So yeah, you guys could use some rest. Like you only yes, hunkered yes, down yes, for yes. about like an hour or so in the tavern um, yeah. before heading back out to this farm. So you guys are all really tired at this point. Yes. yes. And cold.
5: Oh. Yes, yes. Set up a watch.
0: Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do a look around just the area to see, mm. yeah, where someone would come to this building, most likely, and then.
4: Harry will see if he can find a bedroom that looks back in the direction of town.
1: Okay, yeah. There's, like I said, there's several bedrooms. You can do that. And Gaston is getting ready to head out. He goes, I must meet with my people. And I have word that I may have some equipment for you before you head out. Because I can tell you don't have what you need. There are civilian clothes in the rooms for all of you. Help yourselves. And, um... Do not worry. You can take ease and relax now. The Nazis will never dare venture here. They would certainly regret it if they did, for this place is under the protection of the Guardians of the Forest. So Uh, fear nothing.
5: Oh! I beg your pardon, Guardians of the Forest. I will be back. No, no, no. (laughs) Pardon pardon me,
1: pardon me, sir.
5: No, I do not have
1: time. I must get going. Peaches, sniff. sniff
0: this man, not the new man that we just saw. Give him <laughs> a good. sniff. i saying
5: there's a force that's protecting us, and I would like to know who they are. Yes, yes, out with it. Come now. All in good time, my friend. I will, uh, please, I have business to attend to. Yes, your business is to explain to us exactly who these guardians of the forest are, for us so
1: that we can go about our business. Now, out with it, man. Uh, ask your friend, uh, Marpel. He can ar- fill you in.
2: Our. Ar- 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 sir 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 archibald Cottingham. yes um it's 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 it's, fine guess is a very busy man and um uh, grab his hand and say thank you very much and i'll use my bizarre insight i'll give you a a bit of threat and simple question (laughs) is this man more than he appears to be um
1: so i just have to give you yes or no or elaborate
2: no um no uh like super details yeah we'll go with yes or no for this yes thank you sir thank you you have a delightful evening we appreciate everything that you have done for us and uh you must be on your way hurry 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 and he ushers him at the door and, <laughs> and shuts it and walks. hurry it. hurry hurry get
1: out uh, he looks at you oddly <laughs> get, get out <laughs> And he leaves to do to go construct conduct his business. Marble. Well, what the hell are you doing? I need to talk to that man some more. That he, marmalade
0: uh, man. He's why Are you crossing your us. eyes? You look. Are you okay?
2: Fine, 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 fine. It's a malady of of my of my of the people, I should say. Anyway, uh, we we needn't concern ourselves. He seems to be genuine and um, a little bit more than he ought to. Uh, B, and um, I think I ought to what, 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 what does that
5: mean? There's a force out in the out in the forest here, guardians of the forest, whoever they may be. Perhaps they have the check this place, perhaps they won't. They but will. It comes down, so we need to know who they are.
2: Very well. Unlocks the door, puts a like, grabs like a scarf, um, and heads outside. I'll go into the forest.
5: Yep. <laughs>
3: Morris, Sergeant Morris. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm already like ten steps behind him. I at this point, I just assume, like, by nationality, I'm vaguely responsible for him.
5: Cottingham will still shout your name, Morris, Morris, out oh, there. You are follow him up we'll make sure nothing happens to him.
2: So yeah, I'll go out to the, i go out to the woods and like, do I, do I feel anything? <laughs>
1: Uh, co- to- a brisk cold breeze. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> what are you wanting to feel? What do you mean? Oh,
2: um, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend uh two momentum if you don't mind and create a truth here. Oh, um, oh, right. I am in nice. Durry. Right.
1: What are you? What are you wanting to do here? What is happening?
2: So I'm gonna. So like, I come from the uh, fr- from um. Some, some would call it a cult. Other would, others would say an enlightened people called the people. And we, um, we're we very attuned to the old gods and uh, always on the verge of speaking to them. But it comes to us more in gibberish than it comes in actual words, more feelings, empathic feelings. Um, so I would like to create a, a truth here that... Um, Roger is very susceptible to uh, supernatural um, uh, entities and can have a, not necessarily a conversation with them, but like an understanding between the two. Are they benign? Are they evil? Are they good? That sort of thing. And uh, yeah, that's what I like to do.
1: Like these Aduri? Yes. Do Do you have to pay anything for that or is it talent or so i is a the two
0: momentum
4: right yeah He's oh kind of create the, the truth create yeah the truth. And, and but it's a temporary truth so it'd be yeah, like a, a it would go away momentary way. flash of understanding
2: exactly
0: you grow one claw out of your toe
2: yeah <laughs> i i, I kind of wanted a knot over uh, <laughs> I, so you so, want
1: okay ask me again what you're looking for with this truth
2: so I I would go out and like dig down uh, into the snow until I touch the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, reach down and and feel it and be like, hear the cries of the people, my friends of the forest. We mean you no harm. Tell us, will you protect us this night against the uh, against the evils of uh, the Nazis?
1: The wind blows. And you hear the wind speak to you as it blows through your or past your ears. More zero out there, and the wind all of a sudden there's this, like gust of wind blows towards both of you, and you don't hear anything, but you hear, "Yes, trust the Lady of the Glade."
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll, I'll reach into my uh, to my pocket and grab out my trench knife, and not a thumb cut- knife. A thumb knife cut.
0: upgrade.
2: I'll, I'll cut. I'll cut my hand just slightly so it bleeds, and I'll bleed into the like onto the earth where um where I dug down. Okay. And then I'll put it all up, sucking my hand, and uh, trudge back to the farmhouse and. Uh, uh, Sergeant Sur- Morse, Jonathan, let's let's return. It's cold out here, and I tire of this wind.
3: Agree. I'm starting to turn into buttons. <gasps>
2: Yeah. So almost almost as cold as like high January in Saskatchewan let me tell you
3: eh, I knew someone from Saskatchewan that, that place sounds cold
2: there's there's nothing to break the wind it's absolutely asinine Why people live there I will never know
3: I don't know I've never been there before I knew somebody who was she was amazing loved her and all the best people go that's just the way war is, right?
2: I guess. But
3: uh, hey, do you play rock paper scissors?
2: Rock paper what? Are you talking? Are you talking to your marmot?
3: No, it, like, are you ready? Here, give it a go. Um. I'm helping you pass the time. Uh,
2: rock, two, three, like, do we do the rock. one, three, and then show, or do the one, two, and then show? Because. Hey. There's been a lot of debate back and forth about which way is the right way. I don't know which way does your marmot play.
0: I mean, I mean he only throws throw... rocks, so I mean you can do whatever <laughs> you want. Tank. Yeah, you... Yes,
3: tank Sometimes is not he... one of the options. He he will try to throw tank. He thinks it just beats everything. Which tank. it would.
2: Right. uh ah, Lost to a marmot. Very well. I'll come I'll come into the um I come into the, the farmhouse throw my scarf on the little knob thing and say it's okay we are safe here tonight there's no need for a watch the lady of the glade shall, shall watch over us mm. and I'll go into the bedroom preferably where like a bed and go to sleep right. uh, we'll still set
1: that watch after Morris watched Roger like <laughs> suck his own blood after cutting himself
0: I Raji mean, is not very convincing.
1: Sergeant Morris, do you have a
4: a fine time with our friend Roger Marple out there? What the hell was
3: he doing? I mean, you know, he went out, cut and? his hand a little bit, sucked the blood, talked to the wind, and said it was cool. So, mm-hmm. it's cool?
4: Right. Uh, you've got first watch, Sergeant Morris.
3: That's great, because sleep is stupid.
0: <laughs> well, you had one job, and clearly you failed, so... Seems only right.
3: My main job is to catch bullets with my face.
0: I don't even understand.
4: I'll take second watch. Uh, Miss Riverby, if you don't mind, can you take the final watch, taking us into the dawn? Sure. Don't think we need Roger on watch and the lieutenant colonel is... Uh,
0: Too old, yes. I, I agree.
4: He is our oh, commanding no. officer and should not be required to stand watch. He has got to come up with a plan that is going yes, to yes. save
5: all of our bacon. Indeed. Well said, Major Hummer. Well said.
3: Do you wax your stash? I'm just curious. Like, Do you have to like, form it that way or is it natural? Oh, it's natural. Of course.
5: No artificial ingredients here.
3: God damn. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, sir. No, goddamn indeed, yes.
4: <laughs> Sergeant Morris, find your watch post. Keep an eye on things.
2: Yeah, I got it.
5: If you see one of these guardians of the forest or this um the other one, the lady or something, uh alert me immediately.
3: Of course, yeah, I'll make sure that Gregor plays diplomat and I'll come find you. Hmm. You don't want me talking to him. That's an excellent point.
4: Just come find us, Sergeant Morris. Yes, yes. of course. I think that would be best.
1: Alright, and we will leave off there with you all taking watch and sleeping and we will pick up next week with the uh, the next episode of the preview of Forest of Fear. So, boom, let's do the plugs with what everybody's got going on. Oh, I'm not ready for Jeremy uh hey megan (laughs) i'm gonna come back to jeremy megan what games have you been playing
2: uh nothing uh again very boring just um just uh here in in calgary we got our first bit of snow and it's been cold and gross and i'm reminded why do i live in a place where the wind hurts my face
1: oh it stung this morning i'll tell you what it's awful and a bit of snow is an understatement but uh aaron what do you have going on
4: um uh, well i'll let jeff tell us all about tomorrow Uh, but i believe on garblad games tomorrow um at 1 p.m pacific standard time 9 p.m in great britain uh they'll be playing some more dungeons and dragons fifth edition possibly or ben may be running some uh a forged in the dark game uh can't Tell you for sure what's going on on Monday, but I know that they're trying to put something together on Tuesday. I believe Millie will be back for some Coriolis on Wednesday. Uh, Diana will be running um, Age of Sigmar Soulbound. Um, and then on Thursday, Lewis will be back running some more of the One Ring before
1: we return next Thursday night for episode two of Force of Fear. Force of Fear, all right. We will jump back to Jeremy. Jeremy, tell us this Patreon. Oh, man. Aaron Reese on Patreon. you get got comic books, maps, tokens, RPG assets. It's pretty cool. Check it out. Very cool. Jeff, tell me what's going on on the lollygaggers.
6: Oh, my gosh. Twitch.tv slash lollygaggers. Tomorrow night, as Aaron has already referenced, we are playing Hunter the Reckoning. We are continuing our Chronicle. Uh, it's been very interesting. Uh, Aaron stabs people in the ear. Uh, it's very fun. Hey, she went, she was going rogue. And she you go it. rogue, she you get it. dropped. I didn't say undeservedly. Uh, and then Saturday, we are back to our One Ring game. We took like a couple week break off. And so we are back. Uh, Monday, we're going to be doing some holler for Savage Worlds. And Tuesday, uh, our our buddy Steven is running some Haunted West, uh, which is sort of, like a, sort of like a 1860s haunted horror Western game. Very, very fun.
1: Cool. Evan, you got anything going on? No,
0: I have a six-month-old. Yes, that's, <laughs> that is your
1: life now for the next little while. Uh, all right, so huge thank you to Modiphius. Thank you for um, asking us to do this preview for the next few weeks. So, And everybody, make sure you come back for next week. We're going to do the next part. We're going to continue on for five more sessions with bigger and crazier giveaways each week and uh, we're going to dive in this campaign even further so thank you for joining us everybody I hope you enjoyed it thank you Modiphius for this opportunity and we will see you all next week Thursday have a great week everybody